You are listening to Grit and Grace. My name is Taverly, and I am here for deep soul level conversations and connections about spirituality to step into a deeper understanding of what lies on the other side of the veil. As a social impact entrepreneur, founder of the Moon Temple Mystery School, high priestess and ritualist, I am shining a light on walking the awakening path and how it weaves into our daily lives. I invite you to take a deep breath, leave what you know at the door, and step into the mysteries with me. Welcome back to Grit and Grace. Today is going to be an episode that is going to awaken your body, your mind, and your spirit in ways that you may not have considered before. My guest today is a modern-day mystic and an expert in living-inspired She provides practices to free your mind from limitations and create more of what lights you up. She is the author of three books on personal creativity, the most recent being 30 Days to Unstoppable. Whitney Freya, welcome to Grit and Grace. Thank you so much, Taverly. I always love when I get to talk to amazing souls like you, because as we lead up to it, like our pre-calls and before we hit record, we start going into like really interesting conversations. And my, I always have to say, stop, <laughs> we got, we got, we got to talk about this while we're recording because it's such pertinent information. And it would be really wonderful for our listeners if you could start with sharing a little bit about your own personal transformation journey. Absolutely. Um, It's been layers, right? There have been kind of the different stair steps. In 96, I uh, opened an art center in Nashville, Tennessee with zero art training, literally bought a house that had 13 people on welfare living in it that was for sale and um, renovated it till my knuckles were swollen and opened an art center. The day I opened over 25 years ago, I had never painted on a canvas. (laughs) I was I was still afraid wow. to paint on a canvas um, without even realizing it, right? And but I was I had been really overcome, and I was someone who came up with ideas. I almost felt cursed with ideas, you know, like I'm in the shower mm. trying to remember, which I didn't have that language back then, what it was I was supposed to do. I felt like there was something new. I had this very deep sense that I was supposed to do something different in my life um, career-wise. And when this idea came to me to open an art center so that people could create art in order to learn how to create the change they wanted in the art that is their life. That is mm. what exploded every cell of my body into action and um, and set you know into movement this domino effect that's that's still going 25 years later of my own uh, getting to know and and reclaiming my creative self and then just sharing it with others in as many different ways as possible. And it's been an incredible journey, you know, along the way and witnessing, you know, I mean, I'd open this art center. I would tell people I have no art training. I have no art degree. I haven't ever, you know, I hadn't painted since like I was little, you know, even when I did art in high school, I never painted anything. Um, And it's almost like they didn't hear it Mm. because it was so contrary to how can you own an art center if you don't, have an art degree, right? Like there are people I knew later, like, what, you don't have an art degree? I'm like, I told you that five years ago. Um, So it was an interesting experience. And this is back before, at least in my world, no one's talking about consciousness or energy or quantum physics or manifestation or any of this stuff, right? And so I had like made this quantum leap 
identity-wise from a wannabe artist, which is how I grew up completely, very vocally and out loud, you know, wishing I had been born with that DNA, which was kind of the story. And, um, and stepped into this role as an artist. And so it was, you know, it took some time to kind of catch up in a way. Mm. Um, and then what I do believe, I, I created kind of like the recycle symbol, but um, I created this kind of structure a while ago between the natural world, creativity, and meditation or spirituality, and that one inevitably leads to the other. You know, so my spiritual journey kind of came alongside the creative journey after a year or two, and um, and then that really, like my intention to live as fully united with my spiritual self and my human self started, right, in kind of infancy terms. Um, so in 2000 seven, eight, I knew I was moving out to Northeast Oregon, right? I was married at that time, three kids. Um, we could afford at that time to buy a property and then move out in 2011 was the plan um, because he wouldn't have to work anymore, insurance business, blah, blah, blah. So we moved out here, like built the dream house, right? And I had started my online programs in 2009 and ended up leaving the marriage because it was finally like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I can't make you happy. Nothing can make you happy. I've got to go be happy. I mean, it was a it was a unhealthy relationship, emotionally, you know, unhealthy relationship that it took that dramatic of a of an experience where we were living the dream and he was getting heavier and heavier and my happiness threatened him more and more and it was finally like, okay, I get it. My work is in leaving this. So I left, you know, the the big house and lots of quote unquote financial security. And that was, you know, of course, triggered a waterfall of transformation myself, you know, between feeling liberated and I was going to get to live my life over again to scared shitless that I'd screwed up my kids. And, you know, how was I ever going to buy a house and all of these things. So um, that for me, unleashed kind of my current painting practice, which all my courses and books reflect where I go to the canvas as a practice to focus on creating and imagining what it is I want more of into the art that is my life. So mm -hmm. I began painting paintings with that started with words of intention. You know, I am sovereign. I am in my power. I'm living in abundance. I paint my desires as present moment statements into the canvas and then layer, layer, layer on top of it and hang those around my house. And energetically, um, and this has been proven with kinesiology, you know, Dr. David Hawkins, power versus force that um, original art is alive, has energy. We test strong in front of original art. So when you create art that is in alignment energetically with what it is you want to step into. It's like you get to step into the canvas you create. And that changes everything. Mm. <laughs> so it's mm. been, you know, an amazing, that was 2012 is when I got divorced. And, you know, I just have, it's like felt feeling like I've been turned inside out, but more mm -hmm. like I was inside out and I've been turned right side out now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Wow. First of all, thank you for sharing your journey. I believe it's really important that we share 
are, are steps along the way so people can see and witness what's possible. Absolutely. And there's just so many things in there that you said that I want to like go back to. One of them is, I just need to say this again to like help process it, is creating art to express that life is art or that our, our life is art. Yes. Um, that takes away so much around this idea that we have to produce something creatively that is, I'm using air quotes, nobody can see it, but I'm making air quotes good. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and the way that you just described a living painting capturing the energy of the of the moment and our desires, and it's a living, breathing um, exchange of energy is... This is this is mind blowing. I know that there's a lot of people listening who have not thought of some type of creative outlet. Um, in your case, art being such a profound way of creating the life of your dreams. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, I picked up the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz mm-hmm. years after I'd read it. You know, after I'd moved into my new house of my new life. And in the intro, he talks about the Toltec people, which of course is his heritage, that their word for human translates to artist. And so Mm. right in the opening pages of that book, he says, you know, everyone is an artist and the art you're creating is your life. And the question is whether you're doing it with or without awareness. So I just want as many people as possible creating the art that is their life with awareness. And the canvas gives us, creates the time and space, right? Because you, you know, you get out the material and you're going to spend at least 20, 30 minutes, which I have a really hard time doing if I was just going to sit down and paint pictures in my mind of what I want, which to a large extent, I think is very effective, you know, kind of the visualization practice, but it's hard to do, you know, it's hard Mm -hmm. to sit still without getting interrupted or monkey brain being like, Oh, got to take the chicken out of the freezer, you know, whatever it is. Um, So the canvas creates this time and space. Plus you're aligning with that creative frequency because you're standing in front of the canvas and then you're focusing on what do I want to paint onto this canvas? And the other cool thing is it becomes a mirror. So Mm. where you get stuck in creating the change you desire and the art that is your life is where you get stuck at the canvas. So if it's your inner perfectionist, your inner critic, if you start and don't finish things, if, you know, you start comparing yourself, whatever pattern you do in your life, which we all have them, Like, don't think any of us are above that. Um, Wherever you hit those speed bumps along the way of bringing your dreams into reality is going to happen at the canvas, which one gives you an opportunity to witness like, wow, I didn't even know I was so self-critical, right? Like this is underlying currents of I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. Um, Women have this collective fear of being seen and expressing ourselves that goes back, you know, forever and ever. And of course, currently, um, we know is very prevalent still in the world. And so to come to the canvas in that creative frequency and witness ourselves creating, and then get to choose just at the canvas, we can be wild and free. Like just at the canvas, we can let go of control. We can dare to dream and express ourselves and paint our wildest wishes as if they've already happened, right? Like I am this, not I want or I hope or I will. It's I am. And um, and that activates a whole different really like expression of yourself. 
because the expression of yourself that's in fear that thinks you're not enough is not who you are. That's what's been taught, right? Mm. And so at the canvas, this is really like a peeling away of the layers as you create the layers that you desire at the canvas. And, um, and it's a practice just like anything else, you know, as far as you do it regularly and not only, yes, you'll get better at painting, right? You'll end up loving the things that you create, but you're engaging life on this very subtle frequency. And so, you know, kind of like we were starting to talk about at the beginning, the synchronicities and coincidences ramp up mm-hmm. considerably. Mm-hmm. Um, symbols, I work a lot with sacred symbols, which everything is a sacred symbol. So I teach people, like if you see something more than once or like an animal crosses your path, you know, in a very odd way, th- there's a message there. You're literally being guided. Look up the symbolism, just pull out your phone and Google, you know, what is the symbolism of ants or owls or, you know, lotus flowers or whatever. And you will absolutely get something from that symbolism that That makes sense to you that absolutely makes sense Mm -hmm. or like you mentioned with tara kind of circling around you you know something will be coming into your field your awareness someone will mention it a couple of times and then something comes across your plate and it's like you've been being prepared Mm. Right. Yeah, I'll, sh- I'll share with listeners. There's a couple things I'm going to come back to, but I'll share with listeners what you're referring to is you currently have a really amazing program going on. Um, this is we are in August of 2021, and this program is going until October 1st. But I think you have a regular program. Yeah, but this no, is a specific one that's a study. It goes forever. It's a 22 day painting practice with Tara, and I have never worked with Tara and. Over this last, I'll say like three months, I came across something that led me to learn the chant. And I have no idea why. I've never worked with Tara. And I was telling you that I have been using this chant every day. Just It just comes through my body. And then I get introduced to you. And then I see your program. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is months and months and months later. It's like all of it, all of a sudden, it just makes sense. Yeah. And there's one thing I want to say is that Whitney, you you going through this path of remembering and listening and seeing your vision and putting it into fruition, to fruition has created this energetic field around you that I feel from you that's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to recognize that mm-hmm. you in this glorious place is divine. Like I'm seeing you in your divine form and mm-hmm. it kind of takes my breath away a little bit. Wow. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I um, I have felt and I I teach this, you know, I have a certification program and I teach people how to use art and share this with others because it's what we need on our planet more than anything. Um, And what I'm teaching is being authentically, transparently, out loud, you. And and that's what I feel like my journey's been in over the last, you know, eight years. Again, it's been a peeling away and a taking back and living life my way. And a lot of moments of like, can I do this? You know, like, should I, how, you know, like, is it possible? And it's like, heck yeah, because I say so. Like, this is life. I'm creating the art that is my life and no one else can create it. And no one else has a right to create it or limit it or fence it in. And so this journey to personal liberation, which is what Tara is all about, of course, is one that I have been really committed to. And partly because this is what I want for anyone I interact with and teach, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We teach what we need to learn. So Mm -hmm. it's been an incredible journey. And part of it was owning, which all of us, I believe 
all of us are are really portals for this divine energy. And the, and the challenge is that our human selves have kind of veto authority, right? We filter out like, oh, I'm not mm. that great, right? It's the Marianne Williamson quote, we're more afraid of our greatness than failure. Mm-hmm. So we filter out our greatness because it's uncomfortable to our ego because we're looking at our human selves and our experience up until now and saying, there's no way I could do that. Mm-hmm. But your divine self, the energy coming through you is like, just open up. Like, we just need you on the ground. You know, you're the physical embodiment of us. And we need you to make this, you know, happen on planet Earth because it's a big canvas, right? And we've gotten lost with the rational, logical mind and thinking it's about producing and achieving and having stuff, which again, like, I love stuff, you know, Um, there's no judgment here, but it's understanding more of the role that it plays, that it's not the ultimate, you know? Yeah. Wow, you're a powerful activator. Has anybody told you that before? That um, you're an activator? Yeah. Well, and I love mm-hmm. yeah, activating. And the yeah. the symbols that we use, you know, the, the mm-hmm. symbol that's my personal symbol that you know anyone will see anywhere. Um, it's like two hearts coming together to form a diamond in the middle. That mm-hmm. was an incredible journey finding that symbol. But that symbol I've been told activates people. And it's a symbol of union, you know, that we mm-hmm. are light made visible. We are energy Mm -hmm. and matter. We are, you know, heaven on earth. Like this is, this is who we are and how we're meant to live. And, and we're there. And I mean, this, everything we've been going through on the planet right now is to kind of, I don't want to say force us, but to create enough tension, right. That we're actually willing and able to let go of what the external is doing and saying and, and, projecting back to us and instead creating from the inside out, which is what 30 days to unstoppable is all about, you know, how we can own and create from within and create security and confidence and safety from within because the external out isn't doing it, which is very obvious right now. (laughs) Right, right, right. I will make sure that we put a link to the book also in the show notes. I find it really interesting because I know that a lot of people, and especially those that I work with in mystery school that are going through the process of awakening, they are seeking some type of creative outlet to express themselves without really even knowing how or why. And I'm going to share a story with you in a moment about how I, I've experienced that in a lot of my communities. But I that's what I really love about what you're doing is it's very specifically driven towards one outlet of expression and I think that a lot of people that have never painted before are unlikely on their own to just pick up a canvas and some paint and start going at it. Probably unlikely. But when they meet you and they hear what's possible and they start envisioning that, oh, they they feel that quickening in their pulse. And I'll tell you, you know, a couple of years ago, I performed a really large ritual, one of my larger rituals, and it was quite a a big experience. And it was the first time that I post ritual before I closed my ritual, I painted, Um, I created and I I took all the supplies with me and I had maybe only once or twice um, in like women's circles or with with my daughter, you know, we had created rituals to express like I I had been pulled a few times to do that. So I have it I think you can see like one right there. Yeah, yeah, in the background. So there's a few times that I had done that. So I knew that there was something powerful in me taking ritual space and expressing my energy onto it without you've just given me all the words. I didn't know that's what I was doing. (laughs) You've just given me all the words. And 
when I completed this ritual and this painting that I did was, I mean, wild. I didn't even know that that could come out of me. It's a lot of symbols and shapes and colors. And then probably six months later, I was gifted a new Oracle deck and I'm, you know, scrolling through this Oracle deck and I paused and I looked at one of the graphics on the Oracle deck and the painting just happened to be right across from me at the time against my wall. And I held it up and I re- I literally had painted the exact same picture, the exact like, like, I mean, to a T to the point where I like, I take pictures often of the two of them side by side because I'd never seen this you know, expression of this, um, it was actually the portal. That's what this card was called was the portal. And the ritual was uh, a headless, right? So I was, I was literally opening a portal into something new. And so I knew then how the power of what I had created also reminded me of the connection of everything, the connection of everything. And I, I feel like for me, it's also when I sink into that space and just allow myself to um, express, it reminds me of the connection of everything all the time. And you may not know it in the moment. And you may need somebody to help you do that the first time. I will I will say that what you're offering is so amazing because it is somewhat uncomfortable to sit down in front of a canvas for the first time if you've never done it. Exactly. Well, and what happened when you found yourself getting the canvas and the paints and painting, right? You, to to some extent, you, a part of you, let's just say the, the term is you got out of your own way, right? There was a part mm-hmm. of you that's like, I don't paint. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is not something I do. But there is a bigger part of you calling you to do that. And you know, and many of the people who work with you, and this is what we want people to understand, is there's so much more available to you than the part of your psyche that bases your future reality on your reality that you've experienced up until now. There's mm-hmm. so much more available to you. And the reason I focus on painting, because the first iteration of my my studio had paper making and mosaics and pottery and everything um, is because people have the most fear of the blank canvas. And fear is not actually there to stop us. Fear is to bring us present. It's like the gatekeeper. Like, are you ready? Do you have everything you need? You know, open up your medicine bag. Let me see. Nope. You got to go back and get this kind of thing, right? Like it's a guide. It's an ally. And so I am super interested in helping people create a whole new relationship to fear where instead of stopping you, it makes you aware like, wow, this is a powerful portal. Learning Mm -hmm. to paint, if you're afraid of it right now, I guarantee the level of transformation that's available to you, potentially after one brush stroke goes on the canvas. I've seen people touch the brush to the canvas. And in that moment, you can see there's like this ripple through their body. And they're just like, oh, this is so fun. (laughs) And all they've done is like, made a little dot but it's like it's the activation it's dissolving the old creative story that is product oriented that was created by the western capitalist system which again is not bad it's just an is let's recognize it for what it is and the new creative story which is every human being on this planet is creating our reality and when most of us when a you know whatever the hundredth monkey kind of thing whenever enough of us learn to focus on what we want rather than worrying and stressing and bemoaning the state, current state of affairs, that's when this world is going to really leap into our desired future. We are going to think yeah. it because energy exists before matter. So, right. um, so learning to get out of our own way, right? Learning to understand, like, I'm being called to do this. My logical, rational mind doesn't get it. But the feeling, the energy, the repetition, I'm going to trust, and that's when life really yeah. 
gets sizzly. And the, the word, the, the way that she just described that, I think we experience it so many different ways in our life. So I can also imagine that when you trust and surrender in this process, you're actually learning how to do that in other areas of your life as well. It's, it's not, it's, it's going to carry to so many places. And I, I know that we are, I say that one of the hardest things is surrender, like mm-hmm. s- surrender and, and trust. I, I think it's difficult because it often doesn't align with our logical brain, but we know that our logical brain has been conditioned by our programming, and it's 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 not necessarily aligned with truth. It's aligned with the only little experiences we have in this lifetime so far. So stepping away from that, it's like, oh, there's there's my my whoopee over there. Like that's that's my brain knows this over here, and it it, it feels comfortable here, but this over here, like surrendering. Who it's 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 our work. I feel like this is the time to do that work. Absolutely. And and what Tara um, emphasizes over and over again is that when we each individually do the work to to open up to more of what's possible, to to really witness ourselves as infinite beings who've had a certain human experience up until now, but that doesn't have to have any bearing on what our experience is moving forward. That when we do that, it does benefit all sentient beings. Mm -hmm. It does ripple out. Um, Mm -hmm. Because just imagine if everyone, you know, every house you could see had people that were living authentically and in alignment and doing things that they loved and were lit up from the inside out, um, it would be a very different neighborhood, right? And then Mm -hmm. you just keep that going. So every single person who goes through any kind of transformation that leads to greater self-love as well as a greater understanding of everything that's possible rather than everything that's not, um, it changes the world. Absolutely. Yeah, you're doing you're doing good work. I'm really excited, Whitney. Can you tell people about the Green Tower program since we've brought it up a couple of times? Let's start there, and then I want to talk about the other programs and and methods that you have available for people to experience this because they don't have to be in person near your studio because you've created a digital platform for people to be able to experience this in real life. And I know that reading something is never going to be as effective as experience it. And so the fact that people can do this experiential embodied practice anywhere in the world is a really key message for us to include here because the limitation of having to do it in person is no longer, I mean, I call that a a pandemic blessing. There's Mm -hmm. blessings that have come out of it. One of it is that we realize we can experience and embody lots of things without having to be in person. Now, not to say that there isn't power in in person when possible, but it doesn't have to limit us. Exactly. Right. So the fun story about this, um, it's the 22-day Tara Painting Meditation Challenge. Um, Last August... Um, I was planning on kind of introducing uh, in a new way my Buddha painting program, um, which is wonderful and fun. And I started painting Buddha right after I got divorced. And I experienced such calm painting Buddha Mm. that I was like, whoa, okay, so what you paint feels different too. Like it it was another layer of understanding. So anyway, um, I'm talking to the woman who helps me run my business. I'm like, well, I could create another Buddha video. And then I heard, what about the feminine Buddha? And I was like, ooh, I could paint Tara. And I've painted Tara before. She's been around for sure. And um, and then it was like, yes, it was like hearing Tara. I don't hear things, but it was very clear. You know, I'm claircognizant. So it, in my mind, it was like, of course, I'm painting Tara. And I'm like, she has 21 aspects which this is a really important part of Tara's medicine and energy is that she is, 
you know, the way she's presented and, and her kind of energetic structure is such that she has these 21 aspects and that we each have our own Tara consciousness. You know, Buddhism is that just that we each have our own inner Buddha. So right away I was like, oh, 22 aspects, you know, 21 aspects of Tara, 22 days, go through each one. And I was not planning on creating a whole new online program. Summer is when I paraglide. I paraglide and this is mm. when I'm in the <laughs> air and it's all that counts. And so I created this whole, you know, 22 video lessons. Um, when I launched the program in early September, you know, I was like five days ahead of everybody. <laughs> and so it was like, I got the call. Tara was cracking the whip, you know, in a loving, compassionate way. And so we work on one canvas 22 lessons, each lesson is adding a different energetic element based on the aspect of tarot we're studying. And so you get to know aspects of yourself while creating on the canvas. I've had people who've never painted before but are attracted to it because of Tara, whether they have a Tara practice or, you know, someone like you that like Tara has been coming up and then I saw this and I just knew I was supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. So to witness so many people experiencing their creative self as it manifests through painting at the canvas for the first time, along with the energy of Tara, which is so, so active right now. Like people in the course are saying, I didn't even know what the next lesson was. And the whole day before I'm experiencing like stuff to do with red and fire. And, you know, I've had this challenge and someone mentioned burning away. And then I open up Tara and it's red burning Tara, you know, and, and so life and art become very mm. intertwined and interwoven and um it's really it's a magical experience so um and i have you know i've been teaching online since 2009 the community of people you know we have a private facebook group and you can comment under any of the lessons and people are cheering each other on and you know it's a really amazing community and for some people they're like i can't talk like this with anyone around me right, right. but in you're your community, community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anything goes you know where mm -hmm. you're never going to say anything that's too crazy or too whatever and it's only going to be met with encouragement and what if and you know so i i love that because i live in this remote rural area and love that but it's simultaneously connected to people all over the world and it's very supportive and illustrates that interconnectedness that you mentioned yes and is this is this done with the book? There's a book. Is this your book? That no, it's, it's not. It's um, a book by Rachel Wooten um, mm, that was published right. by Sounds True. And I reached out to Rachel when I came up, you know, when Tara gave me the idea to paint Tara. And so I looked on Amazon for a book that that taught the 21 aspects of Tara. And I wanted to illustrate for people who are on a spiritual path or on a painting path, like a lot of, you know, my message is here's how you integrate your spiritual practice and your painting practice or add in, you know, whichever side you're coming from. And so I reached out to her and said, Hey, you know, I'm doing this Tara program and I want to use your book as a reference and, you know, invite people to buy the book. And she's like, yeah, of course. And so she and I, you know, created a Zoom video video lesson to introduce, and then we did a couple lives during the first Tara, mm. and uh, and and of course now I have a relationship with Sounds True Publishing, which um, is all good. So the book isn't necessary because you know I include just you know kind of the basics, um, but everyone who gets the book 
loves it. And yeah. the mantras for each Tara, um, you know, a lot of times people begin their painting practice chanting the mantras or the chants for each Tara, whether they do it 21 times or 108 times. And um, when I, whenever I start the canvas that way, it's mind blowing the difference mm. in the energy. Um, so, and people do it over and over when I mean, you have lifetime access to all my courses. So, you know, people have painted multiple Taras and gone through it and, and you know, it's different every time. A lot of people end up selling their Taras, right? Just because friends want it and they recognize like, wow, I actually painted this for you. And then right. they come back to paint another one or they come back to paint one yeah. for somebody. So people are helping other people raise their belief levels in what's possible just by sharing the process and and it liberates other yeah. people. So it's really, it's a beautiful. And for those of you listening, I am going to embark on the 22 day um, Tara meditation challenge. I'm, I'm going to participate. So when this is coming, when this has come out, I may or may not have added a little intro to let you know my experience, but look on my, you know, my social media, follow me on TikTok at Athena in my blood or Instagram or Facebook. And I will post updates on my experience because uh, after meeting Whitney and realizing that I've been chanting green Tara for the last three months, I'm fairly certain I'm ready. And I can feel like a, I get, I get a little warm thinking of, of painting her and being in that energy field. So yeah, I'm excited. I love it that you did this, Whitney, and, and glad that you listened to your to right? your knowing, whatever, however it came. So what other programs do you have to assist people or for them to participate in the embodiment practice of painting? Yes. Well, I have so many um, because like I said, I've been online since 2009, but um, there's everything from a 21 day painting meditation challenge for $37. Um, that's all watercolor and very intuitive, expressive, like you're mm. not actually painting a thing, but that has liberated people, so many people over the years. Um, my creatively fit coaching training is for people who are like, I know this, whether they know it, they've experienced it already in their lives, or they have just that knowing, right? Like this is what I'm, you know, part of what I'm here to do. Um, so my coaching training is to empower others to learn this practice and be able to turn around and share it with others mm -hmm. the way I do. Um, the most exciting program for me is the I Am the Unstoppable Dream, which is how I wrote 30 Days to Unstoppable, my latest book. And that is really a, a program for people who are um, really ready to fully live and embody yourself as the infinite being having a human experience. And it's a seven month program, which again, you have lifetime access to and you paint this, you paint several paintings, but uh, one of them, we work with sacred geometry in Metatron's cube, and you end up painting a huge mandala painting that is your unstoppable dream mandala. So you're painting into the canvas, you know, the dreams that you want to experience. And um, it, it's a magical program. And I meet with those people live. The only people I meet with live are the coaching training and the unstoppable dream. Um, just because I, you know, it's only so yes, much time in the day. I, I am <laughs> Definitely into the unstoppable dream. I did see that on your website. So I invite listeners to go and, and browse what Whitney has to offer. Have a look at the different programs and classes because I think it's really powerful to look, right? Start to have an energetic feel to what um, is called to you. So Whitney, tell our listeners where they can find you online. So WhitneyFreya.com is my website and there are of course links there to the online programs. The online programs, if you want to just go right there is WhitneyFreyaStudio.com. 
Um, but I'm the only Whitney Freya apparently on the planet, which is pretty cool. So I'm easy to find. I love it. Uh, well, I'm the only Taver Lee. So there I'm you go. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Um, I love it so much. And so we, we will put those both of those links in the show notes. Uh, we'll also put the link to your recent book called 30 Days to Unstoppable and all the stuff. We're going to put all of it in the show yeah. notes. So I encourage everybody to have a browse. And Whitney, I, I, I want to you know just deeply honor you with gratitude for the work you're doing. And in some of my communities, we have a way of honoring those that are, you know, bringing in the warrior spirit of others and creating change and the the wise sage. And so we do that with uh, a left fist and a right hand. And so I'm going to just deep bow. Mm, thank you. Your work is incredible. Thank you so much for what you're bringing to the world. And thank you for making time to come and, and talk to me on my show. This makes me super happy. It has been such a blast. And and right back at you as far as what you're doing in your work in the mystery school and the divine feminine, you know, creativity is the feminine, the Shakti, mm. Shiva and Shakti. Shakti is creativity. Women are here to birth new life. And you know, physically, it's very obvious how, you know, some women do that. But more importantly, is how we do it energetically and as the infinite being embodied. And this is why the Dalai Lama said the world will be saved by the Western woman, right? Mm -hmm. So it is the women, that feminine awareness, which of course, men have too. Um, but that is the creative force. That is the what if. We are the embodiment of the energy that's willing to let go of the past and the way things have been up until now and we're supposed to be and should be and really explore and celebrate all the possibilities. So thank you for igniting that that superpower that as women we have and that we weren't I was speaking from experience I wasn't raised understanding that power mm, so mm -hmm. no it's important many of us were not and you know we can come together in these times like you and I are and, and share our messages far and wide and bring as many people to this experiential process that is so important that we need right now absolutely all right, Whitney, thank you. And for those that are listening, if you loved this show, we would really appreciate it. If you would share it, you can share it on social media, you can share it on whatever platform you're listening to, you can share it with any of your friends, because we know how important these messages are. And we want to get Whitney out there in front of as many people as possible, uh, because we know the transformation is, is important, it's possible, it's necessary, and it's needed. And it can be so fun. <laughs> and it can be fun. And it can be fun. And you can paint. I mean, my walls are now covered with things I've made, as are yours. And by the way, I wish that I, I'm I'm going to take a little screenshot before we hang up because I might post this with this show because your walls are, whew, I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back. Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there. 